0: The Fantasy Six Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob. Ah, you're awful. <laughs> and AJ Applegar. It's Sin Shu Chu. It's a mouthful.
1: Right right, welcome to the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of Fantasy FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, my co-host, AJ Abergarth. How's it going, man?
0: Great. I don't have any more numbers on my arms. Um, if I could figure out how to import <laughs> the pictures, I would. Uh, I had 50 double-digit like lines down my arm's for wednesday because i had an allergy test done so if anybody's ever had that you know what i'm talking about um i mean it wasn't terrible but it was just annoying so yeah and i was completely miserable because i had to go off of my decongestants all of my allergy stuff for 48 hours (laughs) um so thankfully we had a crappy rainy weekend that helped a little bit uh, but then Monday was nice and I decided to mow my lawn. Um, boom, they yeah. all came back. <laughs> oh, so that was,
1: that
0: was dumb, but it yeah. needed to be done. <clears> I, uh,
1: <clears throat> I fortunately had not had that done yet, but I think I will soon, unfortunately. Um, you know, I've had this like nasal drip thing where I had to keep clearing my throat a lot and everyone's while, mm-hmm. like, I cough for no reason. Um, yeah. So yeah, they've they've recommended that I do it, but they kind of wanted to wait for like uh, vaccines and stuff like that to come out and me to get them. And so I need to plan that soon, but I'm not looking forward to it. I've never had allergies in my life, man. I don't want them. I'm hoping to God I don't have something. So yeah, Oh, uh, man. Um. Anyway, tonight yeah, man, we, we got a yeah. we got a good show tonight. We are doing. We're going to be talking about some early season bust candidates and you know discussing like we did last week with breakouts discussing these guys that you know are disappointing players or fancy players and, and seeing if they're going to be able to bounce back this year um Before we jump into that, though, just want to remind everybody, make sure you hit that subscribe button, that follow button, that like button. Give us a a shout out on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to us. It just helps us out and supports us big time. So we appreciate that. We appreciate you listening and watching for sure. Um, On that note, man, let's get into our beer of the week.
0: Mm, Beer. what you got, man? Well, tonight I'm going a little rogue, as uh, my bosses might say. I think you've used that before. Probably. Probably <laughs> every time I drink yes, this brand do. of beer. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sue me. Yeah. Uh, how many How many times do you drink Other Half or Commonwealth or Aslan in a row on a show? Um,
1: I've got one of those. Okay.
0: Tonight. Anyway. And the other one that you had so, mentioned. So, uh, I am... Going rogue and drinking a colossal clawed imperial IPA. Claude's a little friendly dragon here, and he's a, You're uh, right. a Loch Ness monster cool. of sorts, if you will. And uh, yeah, it's a 8.2 percenter. Mm, nice. So yeah. So I'm assuming you're gonna crack
1: later. into something else I'm absolutely going to because I waited an extra 40 minutes yes. for you and I cracked up my beer
0: <laughs> me who? yeah
1: what? who what me never uh, so when you texted me at uh, you know 901 and you said you'd be here soon I cracked up my beer it was like oh cool yeah whatever so why don't you let everybody know what your second beer is and then I'll I'll pop open and I'll, I'll share both of mine as well do you have your second beer <laughs>
0: I do yeah <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just leave it on my desk. Yeah, well, uh, I like to keep mine a little cool. Mine are mine are cold. It's fine. Man, yeah. They'll be cold all enough. I'll right. drink it fast. So, i will be alright. Um, I am sticking with the theme of going rogue and uh, drinking a, a bat squatch is my my next uh, my next all beer. It's a hazy right. hazy ippa if you will. I also have a trogues field study in here in case things get really hectic. And um, the busts forced me to bust out a third. Yeah.
1: All right. So mine, my main one tonight is from uh, Commonwealth Brewing. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Big Poppy, double IPA. It's good, man. I give it a four and a quarter. I, I was so close to give it a four and a half. Jeff, you're in my head, man. You uh, you make me lower my ratings more than I should. Um, it's in your head, but it's he's good. Not even on the show tonight? Not tonight. Jeez. No, he he's not even here. I, that's why the the ticker didn't tick on until about two seconds ago. Um, but yeah, it's good. I, I like it. It's smooth, even though it's a double IPA, eight and a, a, uh, eight percenter, um, uh, and big poppy. Fits a baseball theme, right? I like it. So, my second one here fits the theme of the holiday we just passed. Double Ultimate Dreamy Team. Got the American flag logo on there. This was not as good, but I, I, I kind of knew that going into it. Um, true Respite, uh, Hazy IPA 7.2, Centennial, and Mosaic, Hops. Um, I gave it... Shut up. I said Respite. Shut, Shut up. up. Uh, yeah, I think I gave this one like a three and a half one on tap, but... It's okay. It was a good, it was a good Memorial Day beer to pop open. Got the uh, American theme. So, alrighty, let's jump into our early bust for 2021. And um, man, it's 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 been bad for a few of these guys. You know, most of the players we're picking were were drafted fairly early. Some were drafted a little later, but they're still super underperforming. <clears throat> the number one guy here man francisco lindor and and i'll tell you he's killing me in one of my nfbc teams um you know, you, you go back to his stats from you know 2017 2018 2019 and he was i mean mvp's candidates it, it, and um you know, hitting thirty bombs, hundred and twenty, hundred runs, hundred runs, uh, almost knocking eighty to ninety RBI every year, stealing a bunch of bases, average was way up there. I mean, this guy was a legit superstar. Mm-hmm. Then last year happened, right? And we all kind of went, okay, we're gonna wipe that, we're gonna wipe that slate clean. It, it wasn't great, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great, right? Um, you know. Eight home, eight home runs, six stolen bases. You know, you project that out across a full season. It's still not bad. It's still not well, the, what he's used to doing. His batting average was down. But his expected batting average was higher than that. So, like, you thought things were going to bounce back a little bit. He signs with the Mets. Got that massive contract. Yo, things are bad, man. He's batting just barely over 200. Finally. Uh, his expecting batting average slightly better. I mean, it better be right at two thirty. Um, he's Ooh. hit four home four home runs, only stolen four bases. I mean, just a lot of things going wrong for this guy, man. Like his WRC plus is at seventy nine. That's just not good. What? I mean, do we take the history with him, or are we look at the distance? Going last year was bad. Now he's even worse. Or are we thinking this is a, a you know a new team and we've seen this before, right? Brace Harper signed with the Phillies and he was bad at first, and then he finally figured it out. Like he just went, you know what? Screw the contract, screw all the pressure. I'm just going to go play, and he figured mm-hmm. it out. Do we think Lindor can do that?
0: Uh, I sure as hell hope so. Seeing as he was my first round keeper pick in the <laughs> F6P league, um, hey, not- I took
1: him second round in NFPC. Man, I'm right there with you.
0: Sorry, I mean I I think looking at at some of the other stats here they are still in line with what he's had the past few years i mean his his K percentage has been steadily increasing you know since he got in the league uh from just under 13 to almost 15 and a half he's sitting at 15 1560 now um his obP is not you know it was 352 in in 18 and that's his best everything else is 335 337 so he's at you know 300 right now it's still it's not good it's it's low but i i, I can see that coming back up um and the other thing we got to take into account here too is that well hey i hate the mets the mets suck but <laughs> in okay, in sure. reality <laughs> they've dealt with a ton of injuries so uh it's hard for Lindor to get into a groove when he really doesn't have his full lineup around him to help protect him um and you know pitchers saw what happened to him last year you know even though he was still in Cleveland you know they're they're taking that for what it was and they're just they're going after him. You know, he, he, he's just not in a good groove right now. Um, you know, his, his home run to fly ball is way, way off. It's way off his numbers. I
1: mean, you brought up a bad Like, honestly, like, he's bad. dropping 30 points should not drop his batting average, like 70. Like it's crazy. No. Um, like that's not what freaks me out about him. This is everything else is bad. I think yeah. he's, you know, he's trying too hard. He got off to a bad start. Um, you know, the Mets aren't good. They're, they're injured. That's not helping either. But I mean, let's be real. Like the Cleveland offense wasn't awesome for years, right? It was like him and, and, and Jose Ramirez. And then, you know, last year they brought back, you know, Carlos Santana and and players like that. So they were, they were decent here and there, but not every season he was doing that was, did they have this like all-star talent all around him? He yeah. goes to the Mets and you would think, you know, with Pete Alonso and guys like that around him, he, he could perform. It's just not working. I, and maybe it's just the pressure in New York. We see this a lot of times, not just with the Yankees. We see players go to New York with that, ex, you know, enhanced media pressure and mm-hmm. they struggle. Um, yeah. and, and you wonder if a guy like a guy like Lindor is just going to let it get to his head and he's going to struggle most of the season, unfortunately. Um I, I'm torn. I really think he should be able to bounce back, but it's a matter of, will he, um, Yeah. Uh, I, if somebody no. really wants to come pay me, you know, 80 to 90 cents on a dollar for him, I might pull the trigger on that. They're trying to sell me for 50 cents on a dollar for him. Nah, go away. I'll yeah. wait and see. Um, I may, I might be the loser on that, you
0: know? Yeah, but it's still a long season. There's a it lot is. that can happen in baseball um you know it, it's just it, the the one thing i was looking at here too or or the the hit rates you know his this year and last year he's i mean last year he was almost at 60% medium hit rate and and way down to just over 30 hard hit and he's still just over 30 hard hit when 17 or 18 and 19 he was up in the 40s you know for both of those so it was a lot more evened out for his yeah, medium and hard soft, you know, hit percentages. He's hitting a but, lot of
1: ground balls this year, yeah, unfortunately. It, and, and, and you see it. His soft it, contact rate went back it. up to... So his his soft contact rate is back to where it was Yeah, when he had all-star seasons. His hard hit rate is unfortunately what it was last year, which means his medium contact rate is still bad. So, like, yeah. it's not it's not going back to where you want it to. So, yeah, the signs aren't looking good for him, unfortunately. But... um. You just have to hope the talent just you know, shines through here at this point. And I don't know. It's yeah. I'm 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 not selling if I have him unless I get a, a pretty good deal on somebody the sympathy somebody really wants to buy into him. Um, but I'm I'm not saying don't get rid of him either. I'm not saying yeah. drop him. Then hell no. But uh it's not not gotten to that point yet. So next guy here, we're gonna go with Matt Chapman from the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, he's a guy who, you know, was going in in those middle middle rounds, but a third baseman kind of to me was was sort of that end of third baseman tier that you wanted to go after, right? Um, I always went okay. All the other studs went. If I didn't get one of them, Matt Chapman's my guy. Well. <laughs> I got him in one league, and I'm regretting it because he has been also crazy bad. Uh, average is 205, and if you're looking at expected, hoping for better, you're not getting it because his his expected batting average is 193. So, yeah, you know he's only he's still hit five bombs, but not good. You know he he's a 30 home run guy if he's right. Um, you know. RBI and runs are okay, 21 each. But, you know, you were looking for at least like a 250 guy with 30 bombs. And we're not getting it this year. It's not going to happen. Uh, BABIP is even worse or is is not good either. Um, and, you know, K-rate's pretty bad, over 30, but not, not abysmal for a power hitter kind of like him. You know, what do you see from Chapman, AJ, that you think could possibly mean that he could break out of this or are we just going wave the white flag?
0: I don't know if I am seeing him break out of it. Um, I mean, his hard hard hit percentage is way, way, way down, almost half of what he had the last three years. And the big kicker here, too, is – that his, you know, part of that is his slugging. His slugging is 200 points lower. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, but his expected slugging is literally right where his current slugging is. So that's, that's, that's not, not good. a good sign. Um, yeah. I agree with you, man. You know, his WRC plus is not that much better than Lindor's sitting at 92. Um, I, I i yeah i mean these numbers are just they're crazy to me to look at this i mean home run to fly ball is 8.9 percent. exit velocity is,
1: you know exit velocity is down launch angle is down barrels are, you know barrel percentage i guess should be down I, I, it's hard to count barrels compared to last year because last year was so short yeah. but barrel percentage is a half uh Exit velocities down I get Like that's not everything, right? But this is just like a colomoration of, of stats, guys. That
0: yeah,
1: you know, means that he's doing poor. And finally, if you look at the end category that we have on our sheet here, which is offensive war, he's at negative for the first time in his career, or well, at least first time in the last four seasons. You know that we've that we've pulled here since twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you, man. Like, uh, unfortunately, you know, with all the injury injuries we have and and all the uh you know bad play from third base i guess you should say too it's more the injuries it's you can't drop a guy like matt chapman who's who's at least going to get you some you know because he's on a fairly good offense he's going to get you some some counting stats here and there like they're not going to be great but way better than what you can get from the waiver wire unfortunately in most cases um yeah. I see most cases, not all cases, but um, he, he's another guy where I, I don't think I'm dropping him. But if I can find somebody who's maybe hot right now, slide it into third base position or my corner infield and wait and see, then I, I might do it. And if somebody wants to buy him for a decent value, I might do it because I just don't see him bouncing back from this. And so next guy here, though, DJ LeMayhew. And, um, you know, he was a guy who his his ADP, man, just, just kept going. And um, I don't know about you, but I was kind of buying into it. You know, I it did. was. uh Yes. You didn't or you did? No, I did. Yeah. Um, I mean, not why actually. not? It, you know, he has first, second, third, at least in most leagues, right? Yep. He has position eligibility galore. He hits over 300 just about every year. Um, you know, I didn't expect the power numbers to quite continue like they like they had been. I never thought he was you know a twenty five thirty home run power guy, but you know, playing in Yankee Stadium, you never knew like maybe it was going to continue because you know they they've got that that field that that plays to him. But he played in that offense, right, with Aaron Judge and Gian- Giancarlo Stanton, that they can stay healthy. And even if they don't, man, Clint Frazier, Luke Voigt, all these guys, right, Gliber Torres, all these guys, he's going to get his stats. Well, <laughs> everybody on the Yankees, except for Aaron Judge, is hurt suddenly, which is weird. Um, Stanton's yeah. been up Thanks and down. Stanton's not playing great. Uh, Torres no. isn't playing great. Neither is DJ LeMayhew. Uh, nope. DJ LeMayhew for the first time in a long time is batting roughly close to two fifty. Um he's expected slightly better to seventy-four. Um you know, the thing that really calls you know that that hits me here is uh strikeout rate is at seventeen point two. That is his highest in the last four years. And I you know, I don't have his his full stats up. So I don't know if he's gone higher than that before. I'm, I'm sure it's been up there before, but 17 is not, not good for him. Uh, you know, he's a good contact hitter. He, he, he hits his spots, um, <clears throat> that kind of thing. So, and then the next thing that really calls out to me is this home run to fly ball rate has dropped under 10%, just like the last two guys we talked about. So yep. again, you're not getting this, this you know these hard contacts and maybe it's the baseball. Maybe why we're seeing some of these guys that were relying on the baseball being juiced, not hitting these home runs, not getting these counting stats that they wanted. You know what, what's your thoughts here on, on Lemayhew?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I bought in on him uh, in in one of my leagues and was really excited about the position eligibility. Um, you know, just excited to own him again. It's been a few years since I've been on the the Lemayhew train and. Um, you know, I feel like I I was doing well when I was on it a few years back, and then you know really missed the boat last year. But dude, this year it's just it's incredible. It's, bad, it's so bad, and and I'm just looking at my lineup, and I'm like, do I want to even play him today? I, I he's, unfortunately have become a matchup play for me. I've unfortunately um, got
1: him in a dynasty league where. In that Dynasty League, where I can hear you,
0: you're good. Hello, hello, anyway.
1: Oh, sorry, I yeah, chimed into the I was trying to find the the link to the Periscope thing, and I think it over talked you and I got confused. Uh, yeah, no, so my point was I've got him in a Dynasty League. <laughs> Where I don't have any choice to play him because I've got seventeen injured players on that team, mm-hmm. and so
0: I'm just playing whoever the hell is healthy. That's <laughs> kind fun. of like, okay. Yeah. Nothing yeah. I can do there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean he he's still in my lineup most days, but I've had a couple of days where I'm, just, I'm fed up with it, and I you know I'm tired of getting you know one to two points or even a, a negative yeah, point five or something. The one thing he gave you was consistent
1: hitting stats like he wouldn't be negative and he's been negative a lot this year and you're like, yeah. what the hell dude because <laughs> yeah. you're not hitting as much and you're striking out more so it's just been like a debacle with him and I don't know i I, th- I think if anybody out of the three we've talked about, he's one that can kind of get back. You know, maybe we don't see the power stroke, but I think maybe he just goes, okay. I need to start, start just start making contact, yeah, right. Um, and he's a guy who can kind of save you a little bit because he he does run, right? I know Lindor does too, so Lindor's kind of saving you with, with that. You know, he's got that uh, speed component to his game when he does get on base. I just think that it's such a drastic drop for Lemayhew at this point. That he he's got to bounce back, right? I di- I just don't see him falling this far. um Does he get back to last year's and even in twenty nineteen numbers? No, no, he'd have to go to a huge run for that. Yeah, but I think but I think he can but I think he can get back to it. Um, there there's there's his, some of the the underlying stats are are close enough for him where if he just makes a slight tweak or maybe one or two guys get, get healthy on that team, it's going to make a difference. Um, that that's, that's just my thought here on, on him. So, um, <clears throat> I want to jump over here to the last hitter we've got, and it's Mr. Juan Soto. And I'll be honest with you guys. My stats are a day late. I know he's hit a couple, couple more bombs as I've grabbed these. So, uh, I need to pull his numbers up because it's going to be different than what I've got. Um, but Juan Soto, regardless of the last couple of days, has not lived up to expectations. Now, calling him a bust—maybe not, right? I'm not calling him a bust at all. However, he still has not quite lived up to expectations, right? He was the second, third, sometimes first overall pick in some leagues, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, his stats right now for the season, uh, he's got six bombs, stolen base, okay, 28, 28 runs, 22 ribbies. He's hitting 281. That's fine in today's game. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody thought that last year's three fifty one was going to continue. No, you know, expecting batting averages higher, so that's always good to see. Um, you know, the thing that kind of troubles me is that we're seeing a lot, a lot of ground balls, but that's also not out of the realm of him. It's a little higher than normal. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I worry with him slightly because we're seeing the home run to fly ball rate like almost cut in half from last year. It's back to his 2019-2018 seasons which still wasn't bad. I mean like you're taking that um you know the the hard hit rate though is also down. So he he's got a he's got to he's got to make some adjustments in my opinion to get back. But uh, not that I'm saying sell him. Absolutely not. But like do we think he gets at least back to like 2019 numbers? Or are we looking at more like 20 18 numbers where he hit 22 home runs?
0: Yeah. I I mean, I think it might be somewhere in between, honestly. Um, I think he'll crack at least 25, uh, you know, 25, 28, somewhere in that range. I can see happening. You know, we, we really haven't hit into the warmer weather yet either. So, even with the ball potentially not being as juiced as it was, you know, it's still going to be warming up soon. Balls are going to start flying out of parks more and more. Um, and, and maybe that's their whole game. They're just throwing out these crap, non-juice balls until the summer hits, and then they're going to throw the juice ones out. I doubt it. And it's going to be a barrage. No, yeah, I doubt I, I, it. I, I doubt it. <laughs> I kid, I kid, but uh, yeah, I, I think that, that we'll see something a little bit in between those two seasons. Um, you know, last year, you'd already mentioned the average was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was and, crazy high. I mean, short sample, was, too. Was, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, a it looks like was, the same amount
1: of games as down. this year so far. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, that was unlikely to happen. He also got a little injured this season. So maybe, you know, maybe he's bouncing back. He has been hot the last few games. So, I. We'll give him that, you know, maybe he goes on a big hot streak and just starts yeah. crushing it. But uh there you know, to me the the numbers say that you know he's not quite the player he was last year. That might have been an outlier. Um and maybe even in twenty nineteen. But that doesn't the guy's still young, man. He's still twenty two. So like this guy's got a ways to go. Um we could see epic performances out of this kid. I, I'm not selling him at all unless it's for premier talent. And I would yeah. need like, I would need like Jacob de Grom back for him
0: type of thing. which yeah, is absolutely crazy. You'd have to get somebody's, you have to have a stack. I mean, you have to
1: have a stacked outfield and get like a Jacob DeGrom back to like, just bolster your, your, your pitching. I might yeah. do that. Like, why not? Uh, but that it's, it's a hard sell it's a hard sell on him. I I just kind of wanted to talk about it because I know it's been, I've seen it over Twitter. Like what's going on with Juan Soto? What's going on with Juan Soto? Like, so I wanted to bring it up and honestly, like, yeah, he's down, but I think he's going to bounce back because he's just too damn good. That's my opinion. So let's move on to some of the pitchers, man. And, there's a theme with a lot of these guys and i'm gonna be honest with you I drafted a lot of them in either best ball or nfbc thankfully I missed them in all of the leagues that i like play against you know friends and family and and guys like that but blake snell whoa baby uh not not good no. uh, <laughs> five point uh no what is 5.55 yeah. 5, 5, 5 ERA. Look, am I surprised it's a little higher? Am I surprised it's higher than last year? No, absolutely not. Like, if you go back through his career, he's kind of up and down, right? He's been in the fours. He's been in the three, you know, high threes. Four years ago, he's at 1.89. Nah. <laughs> Don't worry about that one. Came back the next year, 4.29 Last year was three point two four and then he went over to San Diego, signed the big contract, five point five five. Yeah, it's expected the ERA is a little bit better. That's great. Uh but you know, and, and the strikeout rate is phenomenal. Uh, his K per nine rate is uh lost it on my screen. where to it go? K per nine is at thirteen highs of his career, I believe. So I don't know, but the ERA man is just it's just killing you. Uh he's allowed a lot of hard hits. Allowing a lot of home runs and that's a problem. So, you know, do we think Blake Snell can can right the ship and at least the rest of the way be like a, a mid three ERA guy, or is you know he gonna be like a mid four guy, you know, and then get blown up here and there and be like a mid five guy the rest of the way?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, you look at his his 2018 stats, and you almost have to throw him out. I mean, he won the Cy Young that year; he yeah, was phenomenal, absolutely nuts. Um, but you know, right after that, he just was not good. He was not at all in Cy Young form. I mean, he had an X- XERA of three point oh four compared to his four twenty nine. Um, you know, last year he was back down to a three twenty four, and and his expected was up at four hundred four. So, I mean, his expected this year still hovering just under five. Um, you know, his xFIP is is better. You know, at three fifty nine. But I just think you know he he's not he's not pitching well at all, and I don't know if this has something to do with the move. I mean, San Diego was a good team. They've got good talent. Um, you know, offensively, they've got ton of pitching talent. It's a very dangerous team. And yeah, you know, he shouldn't have a ton of pressure on him to have to be a crazy, you know, Cy Young esque pitcher again. Um, but he's gotta be better than this. Um, I, I his walk rate is just ugly.
1: Yeah, the walk rate bad. That's why his left on base rate is bad. Yeah, it's everything's looking (laughs) bad. The funny thing, like when I when I first started bringing up this topic to you and and Jeff, Jeff's first comment when I mentioned Snell's, he goes, "Well, does it count if Snell's pitching the way he usually pitches?" (laughs) And I went back and I went, "What are you talking about?" And I went, "Holy crap, you're right." (laughs) Like, it you forget, like he's not. This lights out pitcher. Uh, he had one phenomenal year, and last year he was good, uh, but he's not. Honestly, he really just isn't this like Cy Young winner guy. He's just a good pitcher who can slide into a rotation at number two or number three, and be you know be really good. I'm not gonna lie, but he he'll be really good. But he, you know, he's not somebody who I think we should should have been drafting the first two three rounds of fantasy drafts this year and that's where that's why i brought him up is because people i i fell for it he went to san diego and i just went oh now he's gonna be awesome he's all away from tampa he's gonna win a lot more games he won plenty of games with tampa (laughs) like the hell was i smoking like it's just it's crazy so um i don't know i i again this might be one of those like maybe he's the pressure over there and honestly like i hard to argue at this point with it right like everybody always wants to call the al east the best division in baseball hell no the yankees are garbage this year the red sox are okay rising tampa's good (laughs) uh toronto has a good offense the orioles we know are trash um and then but like the a the nl west especially with the giants being a super surprise this year They might be Mm -hmm. the best division in baseball this year, which is like, what, what is happening? We all thought it was going to be the AL East, the NL East this year. And they've been disappointing. The Braves are just like, what are you guys doing? You have all the talent in the world. and You can't put it together. Trent, get your boys together, boy. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Hope you're listening. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy, man. Um, I, I don't know really what to think with, with, with this guy. So, um, He's kind of a hold because I don't really think anybody's giving you anything worth a damn mm-hmm. for yeah, him. No, no, you might really... just need to play matchups with him right now. And um I mean we got a we had a trade offer actually uh sent to my Twitter a couple of days ago and the guy said I give Chris Taylor and I get Blake Snell back. And he had some middle infield options. He's like Tor Story just went on the IL, so he'll be back hopefully relatively soon. Um, and then I slide some people. Right. So he he had middle infield, I, and I know Chris Taylor's been awesome. Um, if he doesn't lead the league in in runs, he is close to it. But it's I, I was hesitant, man. I'm not gonna lie, I was hesitant. Like it's hard to it's hard to sell a guy who's playing good for a guy who's playing bad. But I said, you know, Snell's probably gonna turn it around at least a little bit, right? And you've got, you've got replacements for Taylor. So I said, go for it. But what would you have said?
0: Yeah, I I would have gone for it. Um, again, Taylor, yeah, he's playing great, but he's in LA. We know what LA does. <laughs> That's a screw they screw it They everybody. You, so you're playing well. Just go, go, I, yeah. go, rest and relax. You'll be you gotta, fine. <laughs> twisted, annoying fingernail issue for the next four weeks. You, you got to sit, man. You got to sit. Let that rest. Um, makes no yeah, sense. I, I just it makes plenty of sense because it's the Dodgers and they make no sense. So that's how it works. Um, right. Yes. And uh, I will have to go back for a quick second day here uh, and shout out to Dave Eddie. Thank you for earlier chiming in um 1965 did not call um this look is my look and they cannot have it back um, because they never owned it um they copied me anyway uh Lindell lindor is the biggest bust so far followed by a guy that we're going to mention at the end of these pictures what, what is this what is this list dave, dave eddy it's on oh. the
1: com- on the comments. oh okay yeah yeah, sorry yeah my bad dave i apologize not apologize to him on slack here uh i uh so i'm the one pushing the button today and i do a really bad job at this so uh yes you're lucky i'm keeping up with the ticker i
0: totally <laughs> forgot about the comments so um <laughs> anyway um but the last the last comment uh if lindor needs protection to be a good player he's not a good player i agree i mean, I mean it's I agree but I
1: disagree. Like a fantasy a fantasy good player, you still need you need guys around you to produce so you can produce. Yeah. Otherwise they're just going to ignore you. But you know They're we, gonna throw we, uh, you absolute
0: garbage. Yeah. You had mentioned it though, that even in Cleveland, he didn't have a lot of good players around he him as it is.
1: At least had one or two guys around him on the line well, that were yeah. good. Probably uh, better than the guys he had on oh, the
0: Oh, absolutely. Definitely so, better than the Mets because yeah. again the Mets. That okay.
1: To the Mets. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it, it's it's pretty rough there. Um, all right. So, next guy here, Kyle Hendricks. Man, you know, I, I never really loved <laughs> Kyle Hendricks. Sorry. But it wasn't Sorry. because I thought he would become the pitcher he is this year, where he's got a 4.6 ERA. Of, you know, he's... Uh, he's six and four somehow with that, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, his strikeouts are never there. So that was something that always turned off, turned me off of, of, of him. Um, but you know, he never, he didn't walk a lot of guys. He, so because he didn't just because he didn't strike out a lot of guys, he, you know, kept people off base. Ground ball rate was phenomenal kept the home runs down, which kept the ERA down. So he kind of always pitched under, under his expected numbers or his FIPs, and, and you know, whatever you want, you know, whatever stat you wanted to look at, but I never bought into him because I always try to go after guys who can do what he did with the ERA and strike out double the people that he can. <laughs> you know, So that's the way I always went with it. Uh, But was he a good pitcher? Sure. Last year, 2.88 ERA. That wasn't happening again. Uh, He did that once before in 2016. I went really far back for his stats because I needed to show that. 2.13 ERA that year, um, which was just incredible. But again, you know, K's were, you know, at that point he was actually striking out 8 per 9. Now he's striking about 7 per 9 what do you see with, with Hendricks? You know, is he, is he doomed? Is he looking like he could possibly bounce back? You know what, what's going on?
0: He's kind of an anomaly to me, honestly. I mean, his, his K to walk is just way up. Um, and that I feel like is, is what's really messing him up. Um, Sorry, that was last year's. Uh, so his his yeah his Kato his Kato walk is that's what's is funny back his Kato down. walk was
1: actually horrible last it was year terrible and even way last better year. yeah,
0: and it, he's he's brought that back to where it was in in nineteen, um, but you know I mean his left on base percentage is is still really high. Um, granted, it's pretty much in line with where it's been uh you know 2019 was was his best year there with just about 72% um i i don't know man i i just i don't know what to think of him uh because his stats are just they're still kind of in line most of them are a I'm lot of pl- the you know the lot of places that i look you know the the, yeah. the scary so, thing to me is you know, it, it back in sixteen when he had his awesome ERA of you know two one three, mm-hmm. that was forty plus points below his expected. Um, And last year he but that's hit, fine hit under three. You know, and he's still twenty points under, so that's not bad. He, that's not bad at all. So he, here's um, what
1: catches me with Hendricks: he's allowing ten percent of his a 10% barrel rate, a hard hit rate of 38% according to the Statcast stat cast data, which equates to a home run per nine rate of 2.31. That 2.31, by the way, is more than double any other season that he's had that I went back for. I went back to 2016. Maybe his early years, he was a little higher, but... It wasn't good, man. Like it's, uh, so if he can't correct the fact that people are just locating his pitches and just wailing on him, he's gonna get rocked. And I've never, I've never thought he was a, you know, he's always a, a pinpoint location guy. That's what he was. He's a finesse pitcher type of guy, Um, and that's fine. That works, right? That works for real baseball, but for fantasy, it doesn't. And I've, that's why I've never liked him, you know? And so, uh, I mean,
0: that's the big I'm thing. Gonna, I'm going
1: to let you, I'm going to let you answer this question before. Cause I, I, I personally not really sure where I want to go with this. Like, what would you do with him? If somebody came at you with a, with a, with like a 75 cents on a dollar trade for
0: him, I would take it. Um, I mean, the, the <clears throat> Cubs have a decent offense, but, I don't know if it's good enough to continue to get him wins or be able to keep mm-hmm. him in games unless he drops that hard hit percentage and home run per nine. You mentioned the home run per nine is over double, but yeah. you know the hard hit is only up about 7-8% compared to basically where he's been the last four years. So, you know, his home run per nine was just around one or just over one in all four of those years. So either people have figured him out somehow and been able to get harder hits off of him a little bit, but they're just flying out of the park on him. So, it, like I said, it's, it's kind of an anomaly to me, but I... I wouldn't have any problem trading him if it was for a a good need and or and
1: maybe like would you would you take him for one of those like sell high guys um, who like who who were we talking about last week? Um, let me pull up the list here real quick. So we're looking at like ago. a we're looking at like a last week. No, sorry, buy yeah. high. Let's say buy uh, high. Yeah. Uh, so what if somebody comes at you and says? take a Carlos Rodon who doesn't have the history but he's pitching out of his mind. Yep. Or Trevor Rogers, right, who might have an innings cap. Do you go there? Like that's the thing that I, you know, that it's I a tough would name for Rodon,
0: but again, I'm kind of biased. Rodon could
1: be on an innings cap too, man, cuz he hasn't yeah. he's been so hurt,
0: right? I mean, he, so he that's that's be. tough for him. Um, but I I think I would do it. Um and then just see see how that pitcher does, and if they continue their breakout, but you're still worried about him, maybe you can flip them again later <laughs> and get something even better. But yeah, I I don't have a problem trading him. I, I don't I don't own Hendricks anywhere, and I actually try to find when he's pitching and my guys are playing against him, so I can start them in my lineup.
1: It's <laughs> an inter- interesting strategy. Interesting strategy, man. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's finish off here with the pitchers and go with Kenta Maeda. And, like, I get it. Maeda's on the IL, so that's not totally fair. I tried to avoid guys that went on the IL. However, Maeda was pretty uh, – he's only been in the IL for, like, what, a week? Um, so – I think it's fair to put him on here. He's been pretty abysmal all season. Yeah. Um, You know, another one of those guys, (laughs) the exact same NFBC team, by the way, I picked up Snell and Maeda. So that team is not doing well. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Um, But, you know, Maeda this year has fallen back to a a 5.27 ERA as high as in, in many years. Last year, he had a two seven. Again, I don't think anybody was buying into that. But people, no. you know, we're looking at maybe a maybe a mid threes, high threes ERA with with a pretty st- strong strikeout rate, right? And that's what you were hoping for from him on a team, the Twins, who could win a lot of games, right? Yeah. So that's what you were hoping for from him. It's been the complete opposite. So try to sell me on on him bouncing back because I. So frustrated with him. And it's NFVC, so there's like nothing you can do but to rap. <laughs> Like uh, I can't do anything with him in that league. I can't trade him. You're not allowed to do trades.
0: you. Uh, okay. It sucks. Um,
1: can I plead the fifth? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, man. I, dude, I, dude I, I, don't, I don't blame you. I really don't. There, like, there's, the hard hit rate's up. If, back to where it used to be. Nothing.
0: Um, yeah, you know everything is up, and, and like, he was a. Better, and if you look at the hard hit percentage, than on, this when those numbers were where they were. I mean, he had a, he had a three eighty one ERA with an expected three seventeen in eighteen, and a hard hit rate higher yeah, than I'm, what it is now. Yeah, um, like, I'm looking at. I mean, granted, his ground balls were the fly balls were a little lower his homers were way lower you know full home run lower uh per nine
1: the thing that gets me is his strikeout rate's been lowering his 8.23 that's lower and the walk rate is his walk rate is actually still lower than what it was even on those good seasons yeah (laughs) Uh, other good seasons besides last year you know hey, he, uh, it,
0: his his BABIP was so low last year, um, and it's just skyrocketed this year. Yeah, it's um, left on
1: base rate is is abysmal. So he, he that's the only thing that kind of gives me hope is that his left on base percentage it's is so, it's, it's really 67. low. I mean, it's sixty seven. But the years where he was still at least reasonably good, right? Seventy, you know, in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, they were at seventy two and seventy one. So you are yeah. talking sixty seven. Like, all right. I mean, you know, you you give
0: him that's four, not four off of those four
1: five six points. Fine, you know that's probably good. I you know I don't know the math of what how many runners that is, but you know that's gonna help. But is it gonna help that much? It doesn't seem like it to me. Like in my head, like does logically thinking it's not going to help uh you know you mentioned the ground ball rate uh it's definitely it's still higher it's still higher than it's two other it's lower than last year ground ball to fly ball rate is still lower than last year um but you know the the home runs he's allowing this year is 1.29 or 1.9 sorry and this is in a in a a year where we're seeing the ball not fly out of the park as much I know, that, that's, and he doesn't you know, have to Hendrick deal says. with the twins
0: he pitches for
1: the <laughs> twins so he's dealing with the tigers and can't see royals a lot like come on i get the i get the white Sox are a monster offensive team but they've already they've still lost a lot of offensive talent like it's just i don't know i am i actually the the week he got hurt i had benched him and snell in my nfbc team and Snell's not coming off the bench until he starts picking it up. And if he does it in the next, like, three or four weeks, he's going to get dropped. And once Maeda comes back, if he doesn't pick it up in the next couple of weeks, he's going to get dropped. Because I'm in desperation mode. Yeah. Now, you know, but other than that, it's just like, they're not helping anybody at this point. So it's, it's just one of those, like, you've... you've You've just got to learn when to cut ties with these guys based on your situation. You know, for the guy who wanted to trade for him, he was giving up Chris Taylor and getting back Snell for, you know, and he had a bunch of replacements he could throw back into middle infield and second base or whatever it was, right? It was like, yeah, sure, you're not, you're really not losing anything by trying to pick up an upside guy with Snell. If Snell doesn't work out for you, you're still not losing anything. You just, yeah you know you can trade snell to the next guy or drop him and pick up somebody better later like take a chance uh that's fine but in my situation where it's nfbc and you can't do trades i'm just stuck having to deal with him and my dealing with him is putting him on the bench because he's obliterating my era and everything right now so the last player we're gonna talk about here is a guy who i think we've talked about a couple of times and um and it is Luis Castillo. Uh, I don't know what else to say about Dave's, this guy, but he's just been was Dave's other bust, yeah. right yeah. behind Lindor. Absolutely, so. man. Castillo's been crazy bad and over seven ERA. Um, you know, expected is way better, but still not good. Four point two. We've talked about this guy before, so like. I, but we like you can't do a bus show without talking about Luis Castillo because he was drafted as like one of those top twelve, sometimes top ten pitchers, depending on your depending on your league, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those, you know, you maybe you didn't expect him to have a three two ERA like he had last year. I always thought he was kind of a high three ERA guy, um, but it his strikeout rate right 10 11 almost 12 it's not an 8.25 what in world is going on I have no idea like I cannot figure this one out with him he's always been the high strikeout guy you know you knew the walks were there everything else seems to be sort of in line with him except for that.
0: Yeah, I I mean, his left on base is way low too. Oh well, yeah, so, he's
1: getting creamed. He's not like, striking out guys, so he's getting hit
0: yeah. instead. I mean, that's that's just it. They're they're getting on base and then getting immediately off base because he sucks. Um, yeah. You know, and they're coming around. He's got I get it. Like he had that one. Of nine? Yeah. All right. Well, he had almost four walks per nine in twenty nineteen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like his
1: walk rate isn't anything that you were expecting to be awesome. His yeah. whip was never anything that you thought was going to carry you in a league. It was it was average to best, but you wanted the strikeouts. You wanted the you know you wanted the the modern ERA, but you really wanted those strikeouts. <laughs> you know, yeah. he was that, he was one of those last guys that you thought could get you ten to twelve strikeouts per nine a game, and they were going to let him go deep because he could do it. And this year, it's just not happening.
0: Yeah, I mean, the barrel percentage is up. Um, it was hard hit. It's right about where it was last year. Um, a little bit higher. I,
1: I mean, I his don't... fastball is getting obliterated this year. His fastball pitch value on fan is negative 15. <sighs> the only time it was worse, the only time it was uh negative was 2018 it was negative nine but 3.9 3.7 before that it's bad
0: man yeah i mean e- even as i mean the big thing is that his hard yeah hard hit percentage um or i'm sorry is the swinging yes. percentage it's 21 um his medium no, hard hit
1: percentage is 21%. So he's actually allowing less hard hit contact. Yeah. But his medium contact is 61%, which is way higher. Uh so like That's like
0: 20 points I higher. I think almost. and I
1: didn't so I didn't grab this stat. I bet you if I were to look at his line drive stat, if I can find it on Fangraphs. I don't know where it is actually on here. I didn't I mean, even pull his
0: swinging it. strikes is down Four percent, like people just aren't swinging at his pitches. That they're are they're waiting
1: for the one. They're that's waiting for the pitch, just,
0: and then they're just getting a nice. What's you know, his home? His home
1: hit. runs are going up too, but I yep. want to see if I can figure.
0: I gotta I gotta look it up. I gotta look up LD. His line drive percentage is twenty-three. Well, here we go. So his line drive higher. percentage
1: is twenty-three. Which is high? Oh, I did pull that stat. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, line it's, drive. Percentage. It's not yeah, that 20, much higher, but it's still higher. It's still higher. It's, right? it's higher I, than
0: last. I mean, it's been going up. Line
1: steadily. drives. If you can hit a line drive off a pitcher, that makes them so much worse. Yeah. For fantasy, a line drive lands in play more often than a fly ball and a ground ball by far. Like that's, that's, that's a known fact. And you can go on fan graphs or wherever you go, look up the stat, go look up those line drive to ground ball to fly ball ratios or percentages for pitchers. And it will tell you a line drive will hit in play more than a ground ball and a fly ball. Most fly balls get caught. Most ground balls get scooped up. A line drive lands in play. The only time, you know, obviously there's something that. Gets, Get through, but more often than not, a line drive is the worst way to go, is the worst way to go for a pitcher. So, yeah, the fact that it has climbed kind of goes right in line with this. I don't know what to do with Luis Casilla, man. Honestly, like I, I'm almost ready to bail on him. I really do. Like I it's I had I thankfully did not get him in any league this year. I wanted him I, big time. I didn't either.
0: Um, I, I wanted know, him I'm big time. But I just didn't get him. Yeah, it's just not there, man. I mean, if if there's somebody out there that is still a believer, you know, fine. Uh, Try to trade him. But I don't think you're getting 50 cents on the dollar, Uh, even for somebody who loves Luis Castillo. Um, You know, his own mother is probably like, no, (laughs) I just, nope, just drop him. You know, like I'm, I'm out. I'm out on him. Not my son anymore. Um, yeah. You know, if you got <laughs> I fucking Uncle Rico coming over here and hitting line drives like the mountains man, yeah, over there. It's,
1: it's bad, but yeah. I right, mean, we're approaching the fifty-seven. We're approaching the hour, so let's roll through some of these injury talks and uh, close it out. But that was a good yeah. show. Um, good or good segment there. Start off here. Hey, you want this one? No, Take just start, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you took my name out. Uh, so. So, uh, oh, I never uh, Ke- I never Brian Hayes to he was finally activated. Uh, and I think he's hit a couple home runs since or at least a home run today since his return. So, uh you know, finally a reason to watch the Pirates, I suppose. Um, Trevor Story bad news on the IO with an elbow injury. They're not quite sure what it is. It's this elbow inflammation, but I mean, we've we've seen these you know linger a lot for for players and and Trevor Story was another one of those ones where he wasn't playing well either. He was on my short list of busts, man. He was not playing as well as you hoped he would. Um the next guy here uh I love how you gave me Monesi. So uh <clears throat> Alberto Monesi. I got it. I know I did.
0: Um <laughs> because I just put a C. You, ju- you jerk! I know I was. <laughs> you, you wanted me originally. To I, I you wanted me to screw it, that up on purpose? No, it didn't fit in the thing, and it went and it annoyed me. So I was, but then I ended up stretching it out for somebody else. I was like, eh, all right. Ah, uh-huh.
1: anyway, Modesty, uh, He just rejoined the Royals. Was actually playing pretty well. Back on the IL. Surprise, <laughs> guys! I'm telling uh-huh. you. We told you not to draft him. I'm sorry. Like It's hard to predict injuries, but some of these guys, man, they just can't avoid it. Um, it's one thing if you're drafting an Austin Hayes in round like 20 right, and you hope he stays healthy. But you guys are drafting Monesty in round three and <laughs> hope he stays healthy. No, stop it. The one year I'm going to be wrong on him, it's like you guys are going to kill me. But like I'm going to be like, hey, look, look at the th- last five years. Stop drafting this guy. He's just always injured. He's just too small to play at the level he plays, it seems like. He's got an oblique injury. And so who knows how much longer he's gonna be out. So uh it's it's a shame. He's a talented player, and I love watching him, but it's just not working out here. And the last guy, unfortunately, a guy that we we uh we mentioned last week as a pickup because he's just been killing it. Jonathan VR. Uh, hamstring injury. Another guy, kind of always. Well, actually, that's not really true. He mm-hmm. I mean, plays plays pretty well, yeah, uh, but been, but he's on the mess day. now, so that makes sense. Oh. Um, yeah. you know, that sucks! Something Ugh. in the water over there. Maybe they need to put some um, what, what uh, the uh, what do they, what do they tell kids to put in the water in the way they drink it? Uh, um, fluoride. um Fluoride. Oh, maybe they fluoride? put some fluoride in you know or whatever. They put some protein well, the protein. Is... in Fluoride is. I know. I'm kidding. Anyway, Drink your but, Ovaltine. Yeah, there we go. Whatever. Uh, eat some Wheaties, man. The, the Mets are a mess. Eat uh, some watered-down Wheaties, and your hamstrings will be great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, he, he, he was like one of the few bright spots for the for the Mets this year so far. And uh, hamstring, he's not on the aisle yet, but it's probably coming. So last guy here and another guy that's that's killing me, who was killing it this season, obviously already. Raymond Loriano, hip on the IL. They're hoping he can come back next week, but you know, I you know, we thought Mustakis was coming back this week and it's already been another week, so who the hell knows anymore? I'm I'm tired of guessing with these injuries. They're all lying to us. <laughs>
0: Yep, so moving on to the San Fran side of things. Uh, Evan Longoria, who's been uh, pretty surprising um, this year so far, has not played since getting pulled out of the game on Memorial Day due to soreness in his right side. And Wilmer Flores, his fill-in for yesterday's game Thursday. Was actually pulled from that game with a tight hamstring. Needs some more watered down Wheaties. Um, But Longoria was in the lineup Friday tonight. So uh, that is good unless something happens to him. And then we're playing this, you know, Wilmer Flores Russian roulette Longoria thing. Uh, G Man Choi is on the IL 10 (sighs) with a a groin. Yes, this sucked because I had him in F6P and he was doing crazy BC
1: and he was going phenomenal GD
0: well for me. Um, He did not play yesterday uh, due to the groin strain and was officially placed on the IR today. Um, That is retroactive to Wednesday, though the third. So, or I'm sorry, to yesterday, uh, the third. So, hopefully, he gains a day. Uh, Mitch Garver is also dealing with a groin injury. He hit the IL-10 on Wednesday after undergoing surgery on his groin. Uh, He does not have an exact timetable yet, but he should probably be out at least a few weeks while he's recovering. Speaking of Minnesota Twins, uh, but not groins this time. We're back to the hamstrings. Max Kepler has been put on the IL-10 on Sunday after dealing with his own hamstring injury throughout most of may actually this has been kind of lingering um so it was about time for him to just go go on the shelf and be done with it for a little bit and try to heal let's move into some pictures briefly unless yeah you want to jump so down to- jumping
1: in no jumping into a, a big one here and jack flaherty Oblique injury, uh, left Monday start with tightness in his left, left side. Obviously, an oblique injury now. I mean, he wasn't you know pitching the way you guys were hoping, but you know he was still you know doing okay. Good, um, yeah. So you know it, it was it was it was relevant, right? So um, uh, he's going to be out unfortunately until I think early July at this point. So um, that's what I've been reading. So. It sucks. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, he was he was doing real well Monday against the Dodgers. It was um, killing you know, him. He basically gave up games. two hits that were his only two earned runs because they were solo shots. Uh, gave up a walk, but he had nine Ks in five innings, and then it's like, oh, yeah, well, now my side hurts. Yeah, that that's <laughs> probably what's going to happen. You just got dodgered. Um, oh, man.
1: Baseball's got to figure out these oblique injuries, man. This is crazy. I don't. It's What other sport has not even football has no. this many oblique injuries, hamstring injuries? Nuts. I
0: yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, people just forget oblique day at the gym. Our, I mean,
1: well, somebody uh, I, I forget who it was like a few years ago was like, maybe it's that like they're almost working their obliques too much and they're becoming too bulked up, and so like baseball is a quick quick twitch sport right and so like when you've got a quick twitch and you got gigantic obliques on your side they pull okay i I mean i sort of i sort of see it i don't know man it's just it's it's just a lot
0: yeah need to need to ease up on the rex quando so uh (laughs) next guy we got here is justin dunn yes that is my second napoleon dynamite reference tonight um Justin Dunn went on the aisle 10 with a shoulder injury uh, again on Wednesday. Uh, This is a right shoulder inflammation, they're calling it. I mean, this is a pretty big blow for Seattle because he's been arguably their best starting pitcher this year. Um, I picked him up in F6P and was happy with the start that he gave me uh, last Sunday, and now he's injured. So that kind of makes sense, I guess. Because I That's
1: picked them fault. up, yeah, yeah, I picked
0: yeah. them up. You voodoo, though.
1: Bad All right, man, Mad Bum. I, I, I feel like you gave me all my MFBC guys. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I don't. You didn't even know that. That's pretty funny. Mad Bum on the IL ten uh, MRI revealed uh, that he's dealing with left shoulder inflammation. So. Inflammation can mean a lot of things. Hopefully it's not super serious. He didn't come back. He he was pitching rather well, um, you know, for the most part. But it's just one of those like Yeah, I
0: guess he was, he was up and down l-
1: lately not great, but yeah. overall, like I mean, he had a stretch of games, man, where he was like phenomenal. Um, yeah. I do Not want no to take nice. I do want to take the next guy so you can you can take the next one. I know you put your name next to it, but uh oh, that's fine. All
0: right. <sighs> um next uh, couple guys we got here both placed on the IL10 is uh Mike Yastrzemski, um sprained thumb and then Logan Webb with a shoulder strain and take it away.
1: Us. Finish off with those giants, that right? Yeah. So the next guy here is somebody who also hits home to me because I have him on my dynasty league, who I traded for, and I'm gonna tell you this trade real quick. How horrible the trade was for me. It was a three way trade. I ended up giving Wheeler and uh, Reese Hoskins. Mm. Yeah. You didn't call me. You didn't think to ask my opinion. No, and then, (laughs) but I was getting back in return. Marcelo Zuna. Well, we all know how that one turned out. Uh, Thor. Yeah. I mean, come on, you're gonna get back Thor. This
0: this dynasty.
1: Yeah, dynasty league. But then the last guy I was gonna get back was Ilizar Hernandez, who. I think he's awesome. He was on the IL along with Thor, um, dude. I thought I slammed dunk trade there, man. Like Reese Hoskins was okay. You know, I, I like him. Hoskins I like been Wheeler, kind of but down like, this year though, right? Well, but actually, he's, he's been way better this he year. He's been way better
0: now, but yeah. Well, oh god. Again,
1: shit. the point is though, is like I thought I slam dunk that trade. Obviously, we know what happened to what's happening to Ozuna. Thor got hurt again. He's probably not going to pitch again this year. Hernandez comes back for one freaking start and gets hurt. Uh, The original injury was a bicep. It took him out for two months. This one's a quad, and he's already on crutches. So it's like, yep. (laughs) Uh, This is a team who has 17 injured players on it. I, I needed desperation, like somebody to come back. He came back, and I was like, yeah. Oh, that was cool for five innings. <laughs> uh, so yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? Way. We're waiting for MRIs to come back. You guys are gonna have to stay tuned for that one. But that that one pretty much sucked. So let uh, me take the next one here, uh, Michael Brantley. Also his home. Uh, did, and basically, if I draft a guy, don't draft him. Let me just warn you now. Unless it's like Ronald Acuna, because like he's Superman. So. Uh, He, at least, Brantley is expected to return next week to Houston, but, uh, you know, he's dealing with the hamstring injury. You know, you never know how those can, like, you pull it again, just run on the bases type of thing. That happens all the time. So, let's just finish out the injuries, man. Go for it.
0: Yeah. All right. So, JT Brubaker uh, was on COVID list. He was reinstated today. Um, First base, Will Craig, uh, was DFA'd. Uh, Uh we got Hunter Harvey oblique shocker. But he's been activated, so that's good. Until that he says it again.
1: Ex the oblique, I guess. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Uh he's should be ready to be used as normal, whatever that means for the Baltimore closer situation, other than it's now in flux.
1: I think it's I think at this point, like if you're in a deep league, or like NFBC leagues where you need help in saves. Yeah. I'm talking to myself. Uh, I think you got I think you have to go after Harvey Cheap and just hope he falls into some saves. Like there's not going to be it, see, it doesn't seem like the closer rotation is happening like we've used to seeing. Uh, we're seeing guys injured and that's one thing, but even the guys that come in and you know get that job aren't are killing it so that's that's not really happening we're not seeing like switches like we've seen in years before where it's like oh this guy's out pull this guy in and he's going to be the guy for the rest of the year yeah it just doesn't seem to be happening. we're seeing a lot of rotation but it's a different kind of rotation
0: yeah um all right so next next guy i'm gonna get a skip well no i don't have to kyle gibson was activated Mm -hmm. today in time to start um, he was dealing with a groin strain, another one of those. Um, Colton Wong is the one I was going to talk about first because he's got an oblique strain, also awesome. but... on one
1: of my teams on my fancy six pack team. So you guys should at least be happy. All
0: right, he's on the 10 day IL. He left Thursday's game after three innings, and it is the same oblique that he already injured earlier this season. By the way, Kyle Gibson, <laughs> five in the third
1: innings, five hits, five strikeouts, no runs, no home runs, obviously.
0: Pretty good. Wow, well, looks like uh, he must have got his groin worked out at the uh, Robert Kraft <laughs> Salon down in uh, Miami or wherever it is. Speaking of mys, wow. uh, we're talking about Miles Mikulis and Jordan Hicks. Best case scenarios that both return in August. Yes, that is two months away. Um, Corey Kluber, rotator cuff strain, is expected to start throwing on flat ground at the end of July. Uh, he was kind of pitching. That is, he was
1: pitching a lot better than I thought he would.
0: But, yes,
1: yeah. So that's kind of unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Right, yep. End of July is on the table as his return. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> who knows. All right, who we adding? All right, let's
1: get to the players to add here and starting off here is Framber Valdez, Houston starting pitcher. Uh He's been he's been killing it, man. Um you know, went with seven innings, five hits, two walks, earned run 10 strikeouts against Boston, by the way, guys. Boston's a good offense. It's a good one to do. I know it's a small sample size. He just returned from the IL, but uh, I mean he's been pretty impressive so far. So he's a guy who you know a lot of people like coming into the season. He got injured before and everybody's off of him. He's one of those guys where like, people forget about him. So just go grab him. He's only 57% owned right now.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Um, all right. So next guy uh, that we had here was AJ Pollock. He is 46% owned, and Pollock was actually just activated from the IL uh, on Thursday. He missed three weeks due to, shocker, uh, not eating enough wet Wheaties and (laughs) having a hamstring strain. Uh, He's pretty much expected to immediately slot right back in to LA's starting left field position He's um, got a slash line of uh you know two seventy seven three thirty three four fifty seven and one hundred and two plate appearances. So yeah, you could you could definitely be doing worse. Especially yeah. um, with all the
1: injuries going on right now, Pollock has to be owned and hired. Like I don't, it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Uh, he, he he he's too good of a player. I know he's got the injury history. I. Guys, again, I'm in a dynasty league. And I get a dynasty AJ Polish probably owned. But I'm in a league where I got 17 injured players. In our fantasy six, six-pack league, me and AJ are in. I've got five injured players. I'm sitting on two of them. Just because I keep looking at the waiver wave wire going, no. No. <laughs>
0: Like,
1: you know, like I'm thankfully in a good enough position in that league where I can sit on some injured guys, but some of you cannot. I promise you, some of you listening and watching cannot. You're in the middle of the pack. You may be just below, you know, eighth, ninth place. You can't sit on a player, an injured player like A.J. Pollock when he was injured. Yeah, A.J. Pollock is good, but he's not a game changer. So, like, you want to go and get these guys – off the waiver of wire, just to replace stats at this point. Um, you know, AJ and I play in a head-to-head league, so it's also different. So, like, it depends on your scoring format. If you're in a roto league, you just got to accumulate stats where in a head-to-head league, like me, like an AJ you're in, I'm sitting here going, look, I'm in first place. Now I might be in second place now because I've had a couple down weeks because of injuries, but I'm in a good enough place where I think once my players get healthy, I'm going to make the playoffs. I just want a healthy, good team going to the playoffs. I'll win all of it. I don't care. That's that's the way my head goes. I just need to get there with that. I don't want to drop a good player because I just need to I just need to get some sets to win some games during the week, right? That's the that's a difference. So you have to evaluate the type of league you're in, to evaluate the type of scoring format you're in and evaluate the waivers that are there compared to who's on your team and think is it good enough for you to do and by by all means hit me and aj up on twitter you know at fxp joe aj
0: at apple
1: yeah and it's always in the show notes so go ahead and hit us up and we will help you out with these but um Move on here to the next one here, and, and uh, the ad we recommend this week, you know, if it fits if you, is Spencer Turnbull. Um, he's a guy I was looking at a couple weeks ago, and he got grabbed in a couple leagues, and I, and I regret not picking it up, but he's been killing it, man. Four straight quality starts since going at the Yankees, and I, and I get it, the Yankees aren't the Yankees anymore, but, uh, you know... He's uh he's just pitching really well right now, and if if he's available in your league, you you need to go after him. I guarantee you, you, got some junk on your bench or you know in in your pitching staff that, that you can get rid of right now. Yeah. I was holding on to my I was holding on to Boyd for for a couple for a couple of weeks, and I finally went. You know what? He's turning into the the Boyd from a couple of years ago. So I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I finally just tossed him.
0: You should have. Picked I picked up of teammate. I, well, <laughs> I one of, of
1: I picked a. I picked so okay. I did.
0: All right. Uh, all, three. All of his pitching teammates are better than him right now. Turnbull, Scubel, and Mize are all better. Absolutely, teammates.
1: and they should be. they should be? True. Uh, they agree. were much higher prospects than Turnbull.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So the next guy we got is uh, Adbert Alzole. I was in Chicago. Alzole. Yeah. Um, 39.2% owned I I mean that was shocking to me When I picked him up earlier this week For a start And he you know Did me a salad And got me very good point output Because he pitched And pitched well I mean yeah. he's a former top prospect he is. Me. He's, he's continuing he's. his dominance um, Again against San Diego You know a, a good team he only went five innings, but he only gave up one earned run on three hits and mm-hmm. a walk. Um, but better than that, he racked up seven more Ks in that game, and he's got 58 so far in his 54 and two-thirds innings, uh, which is good enough for just over 27% K rate. Um, I, I don't know why he's not owned in more leagues right now than this. I mean – he. I'll, I'll... I'll tell you why he he
1: had a couple rough starts early on and and well not just a couple he had a few um and even when he wasn't like roughed up he only went like four innings so so it's it's a it's, I, I it's, it's a buy, it. it's it's a hard it's a hard sell to to go after him um but you know guys you know believe me
0: the K numbers are there though, dude. I mean, yeah,
1: no, the K per nine rate's phenomenal. I've always loved it. It's it's the if you look at the full stat line, it's and I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a he's not a good pickup right now because he may be figuring it out. Um yeah. but early in the season even even uh Jeff and I, who share an F- NFBC team, and Jeff put these ads in, uh Jeff and I yep. both went, you know I- what? It's time to cut Toslan out of Al day Like, it's just, it just wasn't working. So, yeah. you know, right. again, like, you know, unfortunately, uh, that type of thing happens. You got to, you got to pull the trigger when you got to pull the trigger. Uh, the next guy here is Hunter Renfro. And look, again, if you look at the, if you look at the full line stats for the, for the season, it's not great for him. Is, is, his batting average is abysmal, and honestly, the home runs really aren't there for him overall. But he's really been killing it lately. The guy I've been paying attention to a lot. Um, the unfortunate thing is that I play in a lot of leagues that are that are uh, OBP, and his OBP is <laughs> not good.
0: I mean, the last the last couple days, the last few days, has been the last good. 14 but fourteen days, he's at five hundred. He's he's been killing it for the last two weeks. So. Um. You know, nine runs, two yeah. homers. Okay, four RBIs. Man, okay. Um You know, but the the average he's getting hits. His average is up at four twenty nine. His yeah. OBP is five hundred.
1: He, he's had a red fro though, man.
0: And you know, I know he's, that's gonna right. come
1: crashing down to earth. So that's exactly. That's what you gotta ride. Scares me. Gotta, yeah, ride gotta, this gotta ride. Gotta ride the
0: red riptide before the wave crashes. Like 100%. we don't know it will. Hundred percent. So yeah. Again, you could be doing worse with your outfield. <laughs> and we so, all know
1: we are because we're in yeah. desperation time with injuries.
0: Exactly. Uh Injury so last is abysmal. Last guy we got here is uh, a deep dive, uh only eight and a half percent owned, and probably rightfully so because he's only played in uh what was it? 14 games or something like that, I think. No, ten games. Uh Patrick Wisdom. Uh, is dropping some knowledge right now in the baseball game at the third base spot. Uh, and he's actually first base eligible in ESPN, but he's third in fan tracks, I believe. So good for your corner infield spot. Um, yeah, In the six games that he's actually been in the starting lineup, he's got 10 hits, five runs, four homers, five RBIs, and a steal. Um, and that's in 20 at bats, he's got 500 average and a 524 on base percentage. Now, the other four games where he's just been used <laughs> as a pinch hitter, he's gone over for 4 with 2Ks because
1: um, being a pinch hitter
0: sucks. No, yeah, I, I, so... I like this guy,
1: and honestly, in the dynasty league that I'm in, I wanted to pick him up, uh, I got outbid for him by like a dollar. I was so pissed. Um <laughs> It's a fab league. It's a daily fab league, which is kind of cool. Mm. I like that. Um, okay. But I got bid for like a dollar from him. I was like, I don't think anybody's paying attention to this Patrick Wisdom kid. Like, where the hell did he come from? Type of thing. And he's probably only going to play for like a week. So I put like eleven dollars on him, and somebody put twelve. <laughs> I was like, damn it. So whatever. Now I'm still dealing with seventeen injuries. It was down to fifteen for like a whole day and a half until Hernandez and somebody else got hurt again
0: awesome yeah holy so, hell uh i know another, man it was like another guy that i i wanted to put on here and i didn't for some reason um Jonathan scope has been killing it quite a lot he has actually for detroit over the last
1: buying into that because we all know who jonathan scope is
0: yeah over the last few weeks i would say he's he's been on a bit of a like, oh, hit streak. I almost added until him, but I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be. He had like
1: he also had like two or three good games. It was like two or three monster oh, yeah. games, and then that's, other that's than that, it's like what I'm Man. looking
0: at. He's yeah. got you know, he went so it's like for, consistent. And that, like, to me, I
1: want consistent. I don't want you know like these guys that have like two or three home in a game, and it's like that blows up their stats for four, for for the 14 days. That's not what I want. So I, I no, left him off. Because I mean, I, I did look at him. I did look at. He's got him.
0: twelve points in in my league from five twenty nine. You gotta stop looking a at half, points, man. You gotta but it's stop at points, points league. You're Why a points
1: league. Ninety percent of our listeners are not points league. I guarantee you, man. Okay, that's fine. So you gotta look at the stats and evaluate it across the board.
0: I, I am. I mean, he's doing well in a week long format. So. At least man. over the last week, and tonight another two homers, five ribbies. Yeah, he had a
1: bomb. Had a bomb Okay, cool.
0: Two of them. No, that's uh, awesome. Well, I a I mean. double, and he's a he's a triple away from a cycle. Ooh! Uh, in a tie game in the top of the ninth. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if he's probably what happened. But let me see. Oh shit, he's up. No, wait, he walked. Damn. Ah, all right,
1: all right, man. Well, uh, I actually that's didn't get through all of these. So I'm still my dream team. So. Um I will uh had a good show tonight. A little long, but I think it was all great information. Hope you guys enjoyed it and we will we will talk to you all next week. Peace.